very first episode of the Assist Podcast. I am your host, Jordi Blaine, and I'm here to assist you in everything life has to offer. Some call this journey bliss, some call it a dumpster fire, but here we just call it life. Me and the whole Assist team are so excited that you're here tuning into our very first episode. Now, before we dive too much in, they always say, before you know where you're going, you gotta know where you've been. For this first episode, our very first guests will be the founders of the Assist app, an app that inspired this whole idea of the Assist podcast. So, without further ado, Mike and Sarah Pyatt. Now, today for our first episode, we are graced with the presence from Mike and Sarah Pyatt. You guys, welcome to the Assist podcast. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Of course. Well, I'm like, technically, it's kind of your guys' podcast since you guys are <laughs> founded the idea of First Year App and then now this podcast. If it wasn't for you guys, we want to be here. I'm like, let's give it up for Mike and Sarah, everybody. <laughs> Thank you and yes. our wonderful host, because without you, it wouldn't be as good. Amen. No, oh my gosh. I love our little team that we have started to develop. So yes. let's dive right in. Can you guys... First, kind of tell us a little bit of your background. Like, where are you from? What were you like in high school? How did you get to where we are right now? Definitely. I'll go first. I was raised in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So Michigan on this side. And my career started as a skateboarder. I used to love skateboarding, but I wasn't that good. So (laughs) I had really good friends that were like jumping over stairs and going down rails. And I couldn't do that because I was too scared to like break a bone or something, but I wanted to add value some way and I wanted to make videos. So I wanted to get a video camera and record them and make videos. So I asked my dad, can I get this video camera? And and it was $400 for a camera. Now they're a bit cheaper these days. Some of them still, it's a lot of money though, especially I was like in eighth grade at the time. And my dad was like, sure, if you know, if you work for it and earn it. And so I cut my neighbor's grass the entire summer to get it. And I finally got the camera. So that was my first lesson in, in working hard and video content that I loved. And then that same person that I cut grass, she actually got me a job at a hospital she worked at serving trays and like making the meals and then serving them to patients. Wow. Sarah hates when I tell this part of the story where I used to, <laughs> if there was leftover food in Ooh. some of the trays, <laughs> I would then eat the mashed potatoes and stuff. And now oh, looking gosh. back, I'm like, wow, I could have contracted every disease possible. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> It was good. And then from there, the end of high school, I decided, you know, what I wanted to go to uh, college for. And I had no idea. My mom saw a um, a article in the newspaper that said radiography, taking x-rays was in demand. And so I was like, sure, I'll I'll do that. So I went for that. Uh, Since I worked at the hospital, I I liked to work at the hospital. So I went to college for four years. Last year, college was an internship where I was doing radiography, taking x-rays, and I absolutely hated it. I liked the learning part and all that, but it was just taking pictures. I didn't even read it. It's just... It was kind of boring. So I got into self-development and information. One of the first people I learned from was a guy named Evan Pagan, who had a book called Double Your Dating to get better at dating and confidence. And then he recommended a guy, Tony Robbins. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. Yeah, Big guru, yeah. Taught me to think bigger and stuff. And a lot of that information helped me. And I'm like, oh, well, I want to do that. That seems really cool. So I wrote a book. And at the time, it's all I knew how to do was like how to become a radiographer. So I wrote a book, how to become a radiographer, put that online. Of course, you know, I thought I was going to be a millionaire sitting on the beach, (laughs) drinking, you know, pina coladas. (laughs) Of course, it didn't work out like that. 
realized, you know, it's a lot of work to, to write the book, to make the product. And then, you know, I had to sell it, you know, sales copy. Yeah. And then I had to get people to the website marketing. So it was a lot of work and it was a pretty small niche, you know, not that many people are looking for that. And so I sold the website for a thousand dollars and then I um, was like, okay, what's the next business? Well, the next thing I know how to do is, you know, write a book. And I had a lot of challenges with that as well. So I created a product on how to write a book and marketed that under the pen name Alex Albright because like pen names were big back in the day, yeah. made a YouTube <laughs> channel, did all that. It was decent. I was attracting a lot of people that wanted to make stories and then nonfiction. I was more like the fiction, how to like structure your information and self-help. So it wasn't an exact match. So I sold that website for $5,000. And then there was this inner guy that I followed who I realized lived on the opposite side of the state of me. So I drove over there two and a half hours, dropped off my resume. And then three months later he called and I was hired to work with him which was good. But then I was working on my stuff on the side and I actually outsourced my work to someone else. And yeah. then he found out and he got mad. So I got fired from Ooh. that job. So I didn't know what to do. At this point, yeah. Sarah came to the picture too. We met online, dating okay. plentyoffish.com. Shout out to them. Thank you. Yes, I love it. Sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that I didn't really know what to do, but I knew communications and speaking would be, you know, a big part of whatever career direction I took. So I joined a Toastmaster group which is yeah. basically just public speaking, just talking about yourself. So your first speech you give to the group, like, who are you? So I'm Mike Pyatt, I like, you know, marketing, online marketing, here's what I've done, et cetera. And afterwards, a business owner came up to me and was like, hey, can you help me with my business and market my business? So I was like, sure, you know, so I helped her and she went from one lead a month online to 60 leads a month online. And yeah. she sells temporary walls so, uh, for construction. So it was like, thousands to 30,000 to 40,000 per sale. So it was, it worked really well for her. And I'm like, wow, you wow. know, this is really nice. It added tons of value. I didn't really make it work that well for my own businesses, but applying right. the same <laughs> skills and knowledge and experience to yep, an another company, basically, you know, they could get results. So I was like, oh, I'll keep doing that. So we replicated that. We got more clients than Sarah quit her job and started with the company we called it triple cool. your traffic. And we hired people. That's where we worked with a guy named Mihai, who I actually first, when I first did the first online thing, he helped me with the technical stuff. So that was my first, you know, lesson in collaboration. And then, yeah, we were like just learning a lot in between the marketing. We were, you know, getting hired by clients, hiring others to do the work, et cetera. Um, but it was a lot of work. We tried to make systems and all that stuff, which helped, but it was still just, you know, super chaotic. So we wanted something more instead of like one-to-one, -one, you know, one to like many. Right. So we started exploring software, making software about SEO, like getting links and optimizing, you know, the search engines. That's what SEO is, search and optimization. First we tried it and we, we failed because, you know, we had to pay someone a lot of money and trying to communicate with them. It just didn't work. Eventually yeah. I just Googled, you know, how to make software without knowing code. And we found this tool yeah. called bubble.io and it's all just like visual programming. When this happens, do this and you can design anything sure. anywhere. And it was, it was really good. And so we first made a software about SEO and then social media. And we, we vlogged for 145 days straight, which yeah, it was fun. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah, we didn't get that many results and we just got so burned out from it. Sure. Uh, we had to stop, but then we had an SEO software and Basically, it was a program and then we were selling our services within the software. So it's still us having to do it and being capped. Right. So then we're like, 
well, let's let other people come in and sell their SEO stuff, like keyword research and links, et cetera. But then we're like, this is still just so limited. Only people that know about SEO and you yeah, know, this right. specific thing. It's like, let's expand that. And we had an assistant at the time in-house that we were working with. And we noticed she was always on her phone too. And then, you know, she left, but then, then we we're like, wow, you know, we like the assistance. We know collaboration. Everything we've done is, you know, working with, you know, other people, the strengths, you know, helping our weaknesses, et cetera. So we started building assist, you know, mobile first, cause we know, you know, tons of people are on the phone. We know the gig economy, right. you know, is just getting more and more important and big. And we've realized, you know, how much we use it as well. And then we just hit a block in our focus. We just, it was like pulling teeth, just trying to finish it. Cause it's so complex. So we hired Angelo and he's been doing a really good job. And yeah, we pretty much have it complete. We're just making the finishing touches on it, making sure it's like unique, different, getting feedback. Yeah. So a lot of lessons along the way. One thing seems to totally. lead to another. And now the podcast learning this to, you know, get it out to the world. Right. The big like vision of assist is to like just everybody helping everybody, you know, you can get paid to help or you can, you know, pay to get assisted. But it's like it kind of developed when we would need to hire someone fast. And it was like you hire someone, but then your needs would change. So it was like, OK, you felt mm -hmm. bad firing them. So it's kind of set up mm -hmm. like, you know, maybe you can hire someone for a couple of <laughs> weeks. Maybe it can be long term mm -hmm. too, but it's kind of, you know, more in a it's not such a I'm your employer. It's a win win on both sides, more of a, you know, casual win win. Flexible. Definitely. I love that. Yeah. Well, and just from me working, you know, using the app just for the last couple of weeks, I find it so helpful. If someone was looking in that field mm -hmm. to have a platform like that is everything, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. We want to combine it with social because we know, you know, all these social platforms, Instagram, yep. TikTok, Snapchat, you know, they're so huge. We want to integrate that too. Because some platforms like Upwork, even though it's good, we still want to have our own, you know, unique take on it. And, mm -hmm. you know, yep. See if we can do something integrated with social as well, being able to post stuff so people know more about you and things like that. Right. Helpful stuff. Not just, you know, when you're yeah, exactly. social media and it's pointless, it's more like yeah. you're, you're getting benefits, you're learning stuff, you're getting help, mm -hmm. vice versa. There's a point yeah. to it, not just aimlessly yep. scrolling. Well, going back just a little bit now, Sarah, can you tell us where you are from and then take us to how you met Mike and getting you to your position with the assist team right now. So I grew up in Michigan, um, not too far from where we're at now in Rochester, kind of like a rich little town. I grew, <laughs> grew up kind of like, just kind of got whatever I wanted. I um, love the honesty. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I was 16, my, so my dad was an entrepreneur. He had his own company. And I went, when I was 16, he oh. kind of like lost the company, we lost everything, our house, and it was a really crazy time, but that really built like a lot of the character I have now. Cause I would have been a different sure. person if that stuff didn't happen. So I always tell them you wouldn't have liked me old me. So I'm glad I went through all that. Cause it really yeah. at like age 18, I had to just like take over my car payment, pay for school, just everything wow. was thrown. So reality, yep, yeah, it taught me a lot of lessons. So I'm glad it happened. So I ended up going to school for occupational safety and health, like OSHA stuff worked. Didn't realize That's I cool. hated it until I was an intern <laughs> and it was, just, it was a hard job. You know, nobody wants to listen to you in the shop. You're trying to help them with safety stuff. They just, I don't know. It was just not for me. So basically I, after school, I like got like a 
job as an admin for this small company in Rochester called Hellrow. They made diamond grinding wheels and they were so nice. I worked for like three years for them. They taught me so much about how to treat people and they treated me like family. I would literally, if I was having a bad day, I couldn't cry in front of them and they were so nice to me and just, so it really, really opened up my eyes. So I worked for them. And then after that, I got a purchasing job. I worked there for about a year. Literally, I hated it. So I quit. So this was like (laughs) in 2014. 16, I quit the purchasing job. Me and Mike got married in August of 2015, but backing up a step, we actually, Mike said we met online. I just want to tell this story really quick about- Please do. I was so like (laughs) anti-dating. So we went to, so I was like, I'm just going to come to your house and I'm just going to walk in. Okay. I don't, I don't want to, so I like drove, I couldn't find his house. He said he lived, there's a dirt road, but it was really just like a dirt driveway. But finally I I couldn't find it. I called him (laughs) screaming because I ended up turning like down these woods, but it was like off-roading and I was in the woods. Oh, I, no. <laughs> yeah, it was like for a four-wheelers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was goodness. like so scared. And Mike like immediately called me down on the phone. That's the first time I even heard his Aww. voice. Like we didn't even talk right. on the phone. And then wow. he met me at a street corner. And that's where we met. <laughs> and then we walked mm. to the park. And uh, so we hung out the first time. And I was like. I hate, I, I didn't like him for some reason. I was like, lose yeah. my number. Don't call me. And Bye, then this never happened. We, we finally reconnected. And from then it's just been like, we're just, there's so many things we're, mm. we get about each other and working together yeah. has been eye opening, just learning about each other, our sure. styles, you know? So it's been cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's had, it has its challenges too, but I feel like entrepreneurship in general, just, you know, there's ups and downs and lessons. So, but yeah, going back to this. So basically after I quit my job then, cause I hated it, Mike's like, just work for our yeah. SEO company. And so I was like, fine, whatever, I'll quit. Yeah, okay. happens. yeah. I thought I was going to be back working another job in three months. It's been about five and a half years since I quit. And here we are and now we're going into amazing. a And yeah, we want to change the world with this app. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well then can you tell us a little bit about your vision for the app? It, it's the assist app. That's how they came up with the name for this podcast. Tell us your hopes and dreams for the app itself. So my big vision is just to see everybody either side, whether you're getting the assistance or you're helping is that you're, it's a win-win. So like people that are helping, they're doing what they love. Like for instance, you hosting this podcast, you get to utilize, mm-hmm. you know, your skills as a news broadcaster and like doing yeah. stuff you like. So it doesn't feel like work yes. while you get paid. And then the other, you know, we're getting huge right. help because it's, been so helpful to have you helping us so just Aww, kind of like you guys the whole world <laughs> helping each other making the world better one assist at a time that's like my big vision Aww, i love that thank you i just love like building things and seeing how yeah i can improve on you know what's already been done and i feel like there is a lot of innovation with these apps that keep coming out you think okay it can't you know like facebook did it and then it's instagram how do they even do it they're just pictures you know so it really intrigues me or you know snapchat just changing one thing where you know you send it and then it deletes you know and that's a big thing or TikTok scrolling just one at a time so i'm really fascinated by these apps along with again just you know, collaboration because like anything I've done, like, you know, starting from any age has always been, you know, with someone, everything, even from like just learning, you know, everything that yeah. I've learned, I feel like I'm just a combination of all these other people that I collaborated with either in person, virtually or on projects. So yeah, I definitely see it. You just have like just people, you know, you can just this, this, you know, this social media yeah. podcast, mm-hmm. website, technical, this, you know, and just know it and use everyone's strengths and kind of like delegate your weaknesses, you know. It takes a village, it truly does. 
Yeah, exactly. It takes more than you think. Yeah. I was going to say, we used to have this guy, he mentioned him, Mihai worked for us and Mihai would always make all these like backend softwares, like about SEO stuff. And we would never know how to use them, but um, yep. <laughs> Mihai was like, he was the main assist. He could do everything. He helped us with so much. Sure. He actually, we lost him. Um, when was it? Like a couple of years ago, a crane fell on his car and he died from it. I just know that he'd be so like amazed oh by goodness. assist and he would love it. So he's been a big part of the oh, journey. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Wow. That's really yeah. special. And I'm so sorry to hear that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, then we'll just keep chugging forward for him. Yeah, that's... You never know when your last day will be. Amen. So Truly, that's very I mean, special. Uh, wow. Yeah. Literally, he was just in the wrong place the wrong time literally he was in traffic it just, and it just happens yeah boom and there yeah. was three other people in the car and they all walked out and wow yeah, he didn't he was in the hospital for two months and then just brain damage and yeah passed away and then six wow. months later another person on our team died of leukemia they so, were he, she was huge too jazz she took me as yeah. and she was awesome yeah but it was it was a so, crazy oh my year goodness. <laughs> yeah oh, i'm so sorry you guys that is thank you a lot This brief interruption is brought to you by the Assist app. If it's not already downloaded on your phone, it definitely should be. If you're someone looking for work or someone looking to hire, head to the App Store and type in the Assist app for all of your assisting needs. Now, let's get back to the show. But just the Mm -hmm. even more and more motivation to, you know, keep the project going. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a lot of adversity for you guys. Can you... Talk about just the adversity that does come up when you are an entrepreneur on this path. Definitely. I mean, I'm diagnosed with ADHD like in 11th grade, so I always struggle with focus. It's always like pulling teeth to get me to actually do it. I can have a million ideas, you know, all this stuff. And I see it all like all the stuff and I just get overwhelmed and I don't take action, you know? So that's where collaboration with other people that are really good executors Mm -hmm. comes into play. All the things that happen, you know, just staying healthy. Like I'm at the computer so much. I was having like bad posture and back pain and neck pain. As I sit up, I'm like, "Uh yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, and yeah. So staying healthy has, has been a huge theme that we always have to keep working on. And yeah, dealing with all this stuff, like with clients is so chaotic because I mean, you live and die by the results with like, you know, oh, ranking yeah. in Google. Cause if you're time. not, yeah, yeah. And, like, and it's like Google's this algorithm where, you know, they don't tell you exactly what it is. Cause then people would, you know, try to manipulate it and stuff. So it's this big, big thing. And yeah, it's, it's still good. Cause I mean, it pays our bills and it's still good, but it wasn't as fulfilling <laughs> as, as we wanted. We want to. And I think that's with almost anything. We just want to keep, you know, evolving and keep, you know, moving up. And now if I can pass yeah. that on to others of having a, a tool and all these tools are great, but having a tool where, you know, you can, you know, do this type of stuff, gig economy. And like Sarah said, do what you love, get paid mm-hmm. for it, get experience, try different things and, you know, and see, you know. Yeah. Right. And as hard as it's been, I mean, there's been so many challenges. Just you have to do things you've never done. You're uncomfortable. I didn't know how to sell anything. And I had to learn. Yes. Also Mm. constantly putting out fires, just the focus. I mean, there's so many little things, but you learn so much. So that's why I do love it. But yeah, it's a balance. You know, you have to stay appreciative and not get too overwhelmed. So it's a constant balance of just, you know, dealing multitasking and staying focused. But yeah, it's it's been a crazy ride. And Sarah, you said that, yeah, more exactly. It's never ending. Sarah, you said your dad was an entrepreneur, right? 
Yup, he was. He he was a engineer. He had a, like an engineering consulting company. I always say I don't know how he he had four kids with the company. I mean, we don't have kids yet, but it's like how you, now all the stuff I know that he had to deal with. I give him so much credit. He how did he do it? Yeah, me of cancer, but he'd be loving that I'm following in his footsteps. And- Proud, I'm sure. What what can you take away from watching him? And now you as a grown woman, as an entrepreneur yourself, what did you learn from him in that process? Yeah, just mindset is everything. He had no he was in his deathbed, like trying to still get jobs, engineering jobs. He had just a mindset. Really? Like, he's <laughs> gonna do it. Yep. So that's, yeah, that's the biggest that's awesome. thing. How do you think that helps carry assist forward when you know, when you lose two employees? In yeah. the matter of what did you say, a very short amount of time, you know, mm-hmm. like that takes grit. I mean, it, it, it does. It takes a lot. And it's also to just the gratitude, like, yet yeah, we lost them. And like thinking of how they would want us to move forward mm-hmm. has helped Definitely. a lot. Like Mihai, I said, would love this. And even Jazz, she was thrilled to, you know, work with us. And like, she would just love to see, you know, us to keep going forward, making an impact. Same with my mm-hmm. dad, just, just living for, you know, what they would be doing. So that's what helps us. Um, stay, you know, like get past it. I mean, this still hurts a lot, but you know, that's with everything. Yeah. Wow. I am just, honestly, I'm like in shock from those two stories. That is so crazy and sad. You guys. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm like, let's try and move on to something positive. (laughs) Can you guys tell us about working together as a married couple? I have a boyfriend and we also both make content and it can get a a little tricky, but how do you guys live and work and do it all together? That's a really good question. Yeah, I would say we're different enough and same enough where it works. Like we're different where I'm more, like I was mentioning, big picture and, and seeing the different things. And Sarah's definitely more like on the human relations sides with sales, with clients, gotcha. with employees. And she really taught me like how to be more compassionate how to know when someone's good, not good. So a lot of people skills that I definitely didn't have. And I feel like entrepreneurship can be really lonely and you have all these like ideas and doing these things and you don't know if you're crazy or not. So I think it's really helpful to have someone like Sarah always there that I can just talk about it. And that's kind of how I, I move things forward sometimes is just talking about it. And then Sarah's very action oriented too. when she's like, let's do it. You know, where I like to talk yeah, about you need it. that. Blah, right. blah, blah. She's like, let's do it. Um, if I'd be talking about a podcast, she's like, all right, let's do it. Let's, what do we need to do? You know? Yeah. yeah I think proactive. life would be so boring if we, I mean, I always say, how was it before we worked together? I mean, it's because it's not just work. It's like you learn, it's like whole life's like person, you know, personal development. Mm-hmm. You learn yeah. all these things. It's taught me a lot about Mike and just in general, just, you know, how to, how to work with him better. Even I said, if, if everything fails, at least it, you know, gets us ready for kids. We know each other's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like even like yesterday, our, the cord, the thing for the laundry, like fell out. And so our whole laundry room got like flooded. So we had, you know, instead of just both getting upset and I'm like, all right, I'll take (laughs) out the stuff to dry. And Sarah was mopping it with towels and stuff. And then, you know, like, okay, go to the store and get a new, a new rug. It's definitely a transferable to everything in life, you know, meal prepping, doing this thing, that thing. Yeah, Yeah. We can, we can really, you know work together well. And yeah, it, t- it took a long time because I'm more like, 
direct feedback. And mm-hmm. I would say it's my worst and best habit where I want everything to be better, everything to improve so I can kill the joy. And For at sure. first, Sarah, I would say is, was more like soft in the critic as I was like, and in my view, and you know, of course, I'm just trying to help like do this better, you know, oh, this email needs yep. to be tweaked this That's way. That's work voice. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's like, just yep. appreciate me, love me. I'm like, I do, of course, but also I want this better, you know? So I've definitely learned to be, you know, softer in my approach and still working on it, but also still respecting each other's styles because I learned from David Data, who teaches relationships like the polarity, where if you guys both become the same, then it's like the traction's not there. So if I become more soft and Sarah becomes more harder, then we're just bland. So it's like, we still have to be these differences, but then I was saying enough similarity where we're both growth minded. We both love to do new things and have big goals. So that keeps us together. But then the differences still keeps us like attracted and still like working together and still collaborating well. Mm -hmm. We both have ADD too. His is more of like the hyper type. (laughs) Mine's more of like (laughs) spaced out. I fidget, but I think that helps us understand each other too. Yeah. So on these podcasts, I definitely, even for myself, want to learn more about focus, you know, energy, just all these things that Mm -hmm. I think a a lot of people, you know, struggle with, whether you want to put a label on it, but there is so much going on, you know, how do you, you know, cut off the world, but still be engaged, you know, and do these things, you know? And a huge challenge too is all like the uncertainty. I feel like, like it's scary when you just, Mm -hmm. you know, clients anytime they can drop. So it's not really, that's never been stable. I mean, yes, we've been able to make it work, but like, like we want to go into the assist and you know we're kind of like changing the direction so it's learning yeah. to let go too of some clients and you yeah know, just to going trust with all the unknowns and hoping it works but mm-hmm. there's no guarantees in right. life regardless mm-hmm. right i always try to set it up like that i i learned something no matter what mm-hmm. even if this podcast doesn't work out specifically at least i i learned more about myself and others and yep. etc yep. even if the app doesn't you know work at least i'm going to learn something more about app development and you know, how all the, I, I appreciate Upwork more now. And now I know more about work. Upwork after building, you know, an own similar platform right. and, and like sales, you know, all these skills, they're definitely transferable and I can learn mm-hmm. and eventually find something. We're still looking for our big breakthrough, something yeah. that's going to be big that we can be passionate about and grow long-term. Fingers crossed. Have to keep it saying. is assist. We're speaking it into the universe. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I think Mike, what I you agree. said is awesome because i think if you do keep that positive mindset mm-hmm. that this could fail and if it does then at least we learn something from it but keeping the positive mindset is only gonna propel you forward on the journey negativity is not gonna help anyone so i agree i think keep mm-hmm. that mindset 100 percent, yeah and sarah is really good at that positive she believes so much that i believe you know yep I- you gotta believe or else you know it won't happen that's great teamwork especially people don't always see married couples cheering each other on like you guys are doing right now now hmm. you know i love seeing this for you guys and for this project that's yeah. awesome for people tuning in obviously this is the first episode what where do you guys want to see the assist podcast go for people just basically helpful like they learn helpful. something they can relate just they feel may- maybe inspired to start their own podcast or something they agree feeling uncomfortable about so just helping in any way possible, assisting in any way possible. Yeah, I agree. Gary V says now, Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, teaches social media stuff. He says every company now is also a social media company. You know, they have to be yep. doing these things, whether they're 
delegating or doing it in a house or whatever. But I also think it's just having a voice, you know, it's something, everyone has something to share. I think they should be teaching this stuff in school, how to podcast and do new social media right. for good, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. For people listening to you guys and your story so far that we've been talking about, what advice do you have to entrepreneurs who want to get their, want to get started or are scared, but you guys have been actively pursuing your dreams now for quite a while. What advice do you have for them? Simplest is, yeah, just do it. But I still find this and I still struggle with this, always overthinking. And I feel like I worked the whole day, but I did like half hour, hour of work, you know? I mean, there's time and a place for thinking and, you know, get new insights and stuff, but it's from the doing that it all gets done. So anyone with an idea out there, just start. And, you know, with today's stuff, literally with Instagram, with all this stuff, you can just start and free website builders, you know, takes, takes like no resources compared to back in the day, like brick and mortar and funding and all that. Yeah, right. You don't need any of that. You can just start literally you can just, even free recording. Like I was like the information products, you can just, you know, structure out what you want to say and just record it. Literally you have a product that you can sell, you know, or coaching. Yeah you know, anything of these services, you know, you can learn even podcasts. Anyone could become a podcast manager. They could go on YouTube and learn it all in these courses and then do it, you know? So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my, my thing too was like, it was so scary to like quit my job initially, but I was like, what's the worst oh, that sure. can happen? You know, like, okay, it, I, I can't make it work and I just get a different job. Just mm -hmm. don't make it so big in your head, you know, yeah. like Mike said, just start it and just see what happens, you know? You'd rather do something and fail than have regrets. Like, oh, I wish I would have tried that, you know? It's just starting. 100%. So true. Now, what if they're like, well, what if I just failed? Do you guys have a time where you considered yourself failing? Or have you, has it been smooth sailing? Oh, it's been. I feel like it's definitely both. Yeah, you know, like you have something... micro successes and then micro failures. Mm -hmm. You know, all these businesses, I always thought they were going to be like big and, you know, and they weren't. So it failed in that. Um, perspective, but also other perspective, you know, I learned, you know, like from the first stuff, learning how to create content, learning how to make a website, learning these things, and then I can just use them, you know, mm -hmm. and do better. I still feel like, I mean, Friday, I think I had like a mini meltdown just because I was like, it's it's transition time. I feel like almost like we're failing at the SEO company, but really, we're. I mean, it's not really failing. It's more of like we're changing direction. But all the time, yeah, you can be your own worst critic. You can look at it as mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, transitioning or you failed. I mean, even if it looks at, it's a failure, it's like, well, what'd you learn? I mean, so many people start companies and not the first company works. You know, it, it takes a little bit. Yeah. So. Yep. Just being okay with it. You have to be okay with failure. Yeah. And being patient. I mean, we started building the app last November, you know, and haven't made a single penny yet, you know? Mm -hmm. So being super patient and yeah. How just do you stay patient? Good. How do you be patient? Yeah. That is a really good question. I think definitely <laughs> like meditation type of, mm -hmm. of stuff, breathing mm -hmm. like really helps because as the day goes by, like I get more sped up on all this stuff. And then, you know, of course, um, looking at other people's, I used to compare myself a lot being like, well, right. this guy's not as smart as me or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And why does he have a million followers he, or I could easily right. do that, you know, but then it right. comes back to like, well, this guy's taking action, doing it. You know, I'm sitting here judging him, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so instead of comparing and watching, take action. Yeah. yeah. And also too, like we had a client before they sold pipes and stuff on Google and we made them like. I think it was a half a million dollars in SEO within like a seventh or eight month time frame, And I'm like, 
wow, I wish that could be us. Wow. We made them that money. Mm -hmm. We literally had 16000 I tried to start one of the same type of sites and it didn't work out. And I'm like, well, guess what? That's not my passion. They were, mm -hmm. you have to follow what you like to do. Like just because I did that right. for a client doesn't necessarily, like it, it just proved it, you know? Well, that really, well, I, my head wasn't in it. I was just trying to do it. Don't do mm -hmm. it for the money. Do it because it feels right. right. Passion, you know? Watching right. something the other day and they're like, don't just start a business because you're passionate about it or because you like it. Like do keyword research and find the market and the needs. And I was just thinking it's such both because yeah, mm -hmm. if you just do something you're passionate on that, you know, the market doesn't really enjoy or it's too small or whatever, then, you know, it's not going to go anywhere. But opposite is true too. If you just do something trying to make money or because it's the hot thing, but you're not that passionate about it. There's a lot of psychology, like the focus and the effort and, you said the grit that takes, you know, behind mm -hmm. the scenes that, so you got to have both, I'd say, you know, mm -hmm. the market yeah. wants it, but also you're passionate about it. So both. Entrepreneurs almost live and breathe their brand and company. How do you guys, especially being a married couple, take a step back and live your lives outside of your business? You don't. Basically <laughs> on weekends is like, we have like Saturday, basically. Friday night and Saturday are a time where we don't talk about like business at all Yeah, and we'll go, you know, ride our scooters or play a sport or go on a date or yeah. we paddle board. I mean, randomly, like I'd say in a couple hours, we might like just go on a walk. That's and true. Talk. Like it's just, we have so much time yeah. together. We're, we're fortunate enough. And because we're both on the same page about it, I think it would be a lot harder if like it was just Mike and in, into it and I didn't understand it. And I would like be mad. He's you not weren't a part of it. Like it works that we're yeah. both. But, I mean, I had yeah. like eight other relationships chips before Sarah and they just all didn't work out <laughs> and none of them were like anything like cared anything about what I was doing online and stuff uh -huh. and you know that's awesome and Sarah's like super involved as well so yeah I honestly works love out really well lesson I mean like the self-development like I think that's the biggest oh yeah thing. all the lessons you learn it just makes you better but I mean you can do it without being an entrepreneurship too you can just being a personal development you don't have to own your business or you know but totally uh, that's, that's yeah. why I like it but it's the concept of just like growing mm -hmm. and, you know doing new things I mean, that's what and adding value that's what business is all about whether you know you're doing it on your own so to speak or within a company or you know whatever you're still yeah. just you're learning so much about yourself the market etc mm -hmm. we did go no, on vacation too end. in florida like in february and like Fun. i was like wow it felt like we were like just married again because yeah, we from yeah. work. That's so sweet. I think getting away too helps. Getting away every now and again, you know? And isn't and yeah. that like half the reason people want to be entrepreneurs because you can make your own schedule. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. like you can take that vacay, you know? Right. Yeah. And we tried doing that thing where like after six o'clock, you know, we don't talk yeah. about work and stuff. Sure. And just that didn't work since we're so, so opposition. So you guys like... go to bed talking about your ideas and whatnot like are you laying down and you're like okay we gotta do this or this or do you try not to bring that into the bedroom it's basically yeah the rule don't bring it into the bedroom you know that didn't <laughs> sure. work like yeah. at all you know <laughs> but that's so. how i know this feels like because it wasn't i mean seo i don't feel like was as much like the, as the app is like we can't help it yeah. it's our baby like it's yeah. like your baby exactly seo is yeah. more i we cannot talk about it like after six it's yeah. Like, yeah. No. yeah 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 and we were like that in the beginning and then eventually, you know, wanted to evolve to something else. So right. that could be my strength or weakness where I'm super passionate about it. And then eventually it burns out. So finding new ways and picking like a, a channel or a vehicle that like can expand. This is so expansive that, you know, the app development at first I was super focused on that. And then it was like super hard to work on it. So then like I kind of delegated 
And so same with marketing or whatever. So it's, I do have a lot of, I don't want to say it like options, you know, but yeah. it could be a strength or weakness that I do like the pat. It's like too hard to stop of something that I want to do. And it's really hard to then do something that I don't want to do. It's good and bad, but it's a blessing and a curse, isn't it? Yeah. And you <laughs> never know when your last day is going to be. So you might as well do it up. All you it can. Your all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're so right, Mike. Can you guys give us a vision for what you have as entrepreneurs for your vision for the next five years? And then in terms of assist your app launching soon. Yeah, definitely learning these tools of software development of, you know, I was trying to find a software to manage podcasts and I didn't find anything. I'm like, oh, that would be a cool thing or like a guest scheduling system. I didn't find anything. So building things like that, just finding these needs and looking the marketplace and not seeing it, you know, I just want to keep building, you know, and, and based on my past, I just keep building and trying different things. So that's where I, I, I keep seeing myself just keep building eventually, you know, move out to these bigger problems, just like Jeff Bezos now trying to figure out how to yeah. like work in space and stuff. You know, we started with Amazon books and then went to everything and how he's in space, you know, so like umbrella of a company of a brand that he, has. yes, just yeah. keep exploring new things. And you know, how do you keep working with others? And again, with this assist theme of just like connecting the world more, you know, I mm -hmm. think about like the internet connecting everyone. No one used to know what anyone was up to or any of this information was like locked away and you, you only you could only know something if you knew someone but right. now it's like we're in such a connected world and it's only been like 20 years or something that the internet's been around so i think it's just going to be crazy how connected we're going to get with you know covid we're all learning we're all oh, yeah. connected mm -hmm. you know and this climate change stuff's going to be you know a big thing how to protect our world yeah. and move to new worlds so yeah keep yeah. evolving just growing assist would be mine and then like growing assistance and like Mike said, moving on to bigger things. And one of them, world hunger, like solving that mm -hmm. or helping contribute to mm -hmm. being able to donate a certain amount to, you know, and then, you know, work That's on huge. That's bigger awesome. things. 70% of the world now has connected to internet or something. That's and awesome. Probably even could be more because now you can go to a place like McDonald's or something. They give you free internet, you know, and mm -hmm. you just buy a cheap phone and you basically have connected to the internet. It's going to be crazy, you know, what happens and still like staying focused and not like getting overwhelmed by it, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, can you guys give us one more time, just an elevator pitch of the assist app and where people can go download it? Definitely assisttheapp.com for the web version, or you can download it on the Apple play store or the Google developer store just to search assist the app. And that will pull up. And basically it's anyone that wants to get things done and pay for help and or also be on the other side of help people and get paid for it with a social aspect in terms of being able to post updates about, you know, keep update with people you're working with, worked with, and keep just building your skills and, and doing what you love and trying things and keep connecting and assisting the world, you know, one day at a time. Cheers. Cheers. Sarah? You got it. That was it. I think you also nailed it on the head. Like, isn't that's the business model is perfection, you know, and then you have two kind people like you guys running it and you have that positivity and I don't know, I'm rooting for you guys. So thank it's you. Exciting to I think everyone has something that they can, you know, offer and assist others and, and the other side, everyone has something that they need help with, you know, that's yep. not their strength. 
So if in a, you know, utopia world, everyone's, you know, using their strengths and getting help with their weaknesses. Cause it's crazy. Like this, the, the things like sometimes like it's really messy around my house, but you know, I'm, I'm building the app and, and starting this thing, just different, you know, and you can't do it all, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Last but not least, you guys can each of you give me in three words, three traits that entrepreneurs should have. Yes. Determination, perseverance, and positive mindset. Love that, Sarah. Value added mindset, action oriented, and connecting all the pieces. Because I've made mistakes in the past where it's like you just have the product, but then you need the marketing, or you just have the marketing, but you have a really bad product. It's probably one of the hardest things, probably as an entrepreneur, is to focus on it all and take action on it all. And, you know, yes, you can delegate to others, but that costs money. So being resourceful, adding a fourth one, but yeah, action oriented along with your persistence and get it done and add value to the world. Amen. Yes. Well, you guys, thank you so much for coming on your own, your own <laughs> podcast. Anytime. Our, our first guest, you guys are super inspiring. And I know all of us listening can take something away from this episode. So thanks you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Same. And yeah, looking forward to all the other guests on yes. these topics, just to go further and reinforce it. Oh, yeah. Just keep improving and assisting the world. Into it. Let's make yes. the world better. One assist at a time. Preach. That is going to do it for the very first episode of the Assist Podcast. I really, really hope you've enjoyed listening to Mike and Sarah and their journey to getting to where they are now with their app launching so soon. Such kind people, such hardworking people. They are definitely on that entrepreneurial journey and we are wishing nothing but the best for them. So don't go anywhere. Come back next week. We'll see you soon.